Welcome to the Top Sports Podcast. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you're listening slash watching on YouTube. You can also find this podcast on Spotify and other podcast platforms. So, hi and welcome to episode three of the Top Sports Podcast. You've joined me, if John, in a laughing fit right now. Um, I don't know if he is. La- are you laughing at the squad, John, or, or what? what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at Southgate's massive nose. That's not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm laughing at the squad, mate. Laughing at the squad. Go on then. Tell tell me why you're laughing at the squad. I don't know where to start. Really, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Some of the just a look, looking at four or five names in the midfield is just shambles. And all them defenders. It is very. It's uh, now you've said that. I didn't even notice that. But now you've said that. I'm looking at that thinking. It's very light in midfield, isn't it? Light's not the word. <laughs> it's. Uh, but it's. He, it's Considering that he's saying then that Henderson's not fully not match fit, that he's, he's going to feature tomorrow, so then that brings it down to four fit midfield players for a major tournament. I know other players can play there, so but officially, Jesus. Yeah, because he said apparently Trent he likes more in midfield. What do you think about really? that? Yeah, really. That's what he's. That's what one of his statements is. Because what this says to me, what this squad says to me at the moment is chosen players that are more versatile over players that are sort of better in that position. That's what he said to me. We've got, you know, we've four right backs. Let's just talk about four right backs because that's unnecessary. But he's obviously seeing Trent as can play in midfield and he's seeing that um, Carl Walker can play right centre back, which you've mentioned before. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I guess that's his reasoning. He's looking at versatility, and we, we we kind of joked about that. And you know, you're a bit angry at the end of the last podcast talking about sort of you know if you're taking let's just say Bukayo Saka because he's versatile, then that's a bit wrong. But it seems to have been the right call, I suppose. Okay, so the four right backs, I can accept, I can accept it to some extent. Come out and said Walker can play centre back, fine. Reese James can play centre back of a three, like he's done for Chelsea. There's two, that's that's fine. And then you have got your two official right backs, Arnold and uh, Trippier, fine. But don't don't start pushing Alexander Arnold further forward. What what? What did he did he mean right wing back or did he mean further forward than that? Did you get because oh, I mean that's just if you're going to start pushing as a right winger, I mean that's just shambles because England have played four two three one or five five at the back. Well, three five two haven't they? They're the only two yeah. formations that Southgate's only ever played. I think that's so what it's going to go with. I think what we'll see tomorrow maybe is sort of something that we will see. I mean, um, yeah. I think, I think, well, you'd like to think so anyway, wouldn't you? Going into these two friendlies, you'd like to think England would maybe start to try and find their sort of um, what formation before they get going, right? Of course, <clears throat> the problem is that none of the main new players are going to play. So that's obviously Maguire, I didn't think he would play anyway. That means left back will be chill well for this game. And Green was pulled out. Rashford won't play. 
then yeah, apart from that, there's quite a lot of players playing. So you'd like to think that England will pick a, a, a formation that's going to be, you know, ready-made for Croatia. But yeah. if you're going to play two different formations in the next two friendlies with 22 different players, then you know where he's nowhere knowing his first 11 for that Croatia game. That's a major worry for me, massively. And that's yeah. my issue with the squad. Can you categorically tell me that Southgate knows he's starting 11 from that? Well, no, because I just think, look how, look how many... I know, I know it was almost like the, the amount of talent to choose from was quite high. But now I'm looking at this, I think there may be a lack of balance. Agreed, agreed. Even if you go 4 2 3 what? that's still two midfielders, centre midfielders, isn't it? Yeah. And then 3 5 2, three centre midfielders. Yeah. I know you probably you'd argue that one of the forwards would slot in there. Yeah. But considering Henderson isn't fit on what he's saying, but he will feature tomorrow that he needs to build it up. He's, he's, he's fit, but he's not match fit. He's basically what he's saying, isn't he, that he needs to get minutes under the belt. There's a potential he won't even start against Croatia. Um, so that, and that leaves four centre midfielders. Like that, that just really bothers me, like massively. Yeah, do you think Ward-Prowse is a bit hard done by here? Because... I think he's hard done by, but as, as a lot of people have said, it's a lack of options. As I said before, lack of options in the middle. Is, is Southgate proving a point with that to, to then justify other decisions? Is he proving a point to everyone to say, hold on, well, I'm short in the midfield anyway. I'm going to take a massive gamble, and that means I can take an extra playmaker in Grealish. So if Grealish didn't make the cut and he took Lingard or Ward Prowse, <clears throat> excuse me. Do you think there'll be a massive outcry for Greenwich to have gone over dropping Ward Price? Think it's the easy option? They've gone for the easy option? Yeah, I think so because yeah, because I think everybody would want. Well, you want to fit Jack Greenwich, don't you? So there is that. So if if it was like Greenwich didn't have this injury that's kind of over his head at the moment, and you know they keep talking about deloading him and things like that and loading him back up and and all that kind of stuff, um, then. I think you would be like if Greenish weren't in this squad, I would be okay. I understand because of that injury. Obviously, it's just too much, and they can't guarantee that he won't sort of, um, you know, do more harm to himself. So I think in that case, you'd go okay, fine. I, I get that, but yeah, a fully fit Jack Greenish, you'd be really annoyed, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would. I mean, that amount of defenders in the versatility, we're just looking for. I mean, the, the keepers. I've got nothing to say on that, to be honest with you. No. no. Yeah, well, uh, he, he called it anyway. Ramsdale was never going to go, was he? No. I mean, he's come out and said the three players that were there for experience, exactly what I thought was Godfrey, White and Ramsdale. Yeah. They already knew they weren't going. Yeah. I think they're sticking around the squad, though, for these friendlies. So, yeah, fair might, play. They, might, they might get some minutes under their belt, to be fair. Fair play. Um, you know, just I'm just very surprised with Cody and Mings. I am surprised with both. That really is. <laughs> Yeah, because we we had one of them to go, didn't we? Really? Well, we we it was more Cody, wasn't it? That we kind of put to the side a little bit and was like, we don't think Cody would go because of the Wolves haven't had a great season after that. They haven't stood out, so you would have thought that maybe Cody would be the one to sort of um, be dropped there. But obviously, he's he's managed to fit him in, which actually I think is the right decision. You think so, though? After saying that. 
Reese James can play, as I said, just, you know, you've got two of the right backs can play centre-back. Yeah, because I think he offers a little bit more in terms of being uh, a leader. I don't see many leaders there. Like, uh, you know, the leaders to me are probably Jordan Henderson. Obviously, Harry Kane's your captain, so he's probably more of a leader um, as well. And then Harry Maguire, I, I would accept as a leader, being sort of the United captain. Um, but if Harry Maguire's kind of not there at the moment or, you know, he's not full full fitness, then I think, you know, if Connor Cody's going to be around the lads and, and things like that, he's a good, like we said, he's got a presence on the pitch, hasn't he? So I do think sometimes things, little things like that matter, don't they? I don't, and I don't know what it is. It's just it, sometimes it is about, you know, someone might not be the best best player on the on the sheet, but their presence alone helps you sort of, you know, develop the people around him and, and, you know, create good partnerships and things like that. He could be really good backup for Mings. I see like on the England Instagram, they're all sort of together all the time. So Mings could be learning from someone like him. I don't know. Cause he's quite an experienced player. So, he is. He is. So, you know, it's not a bad shot at all. You make a good point. Man. You do. You do. Yeah. So, I mean, again, defenders, we could talk, I suppose everyone would be angry at, the four right back situation, um, and I, I, for me, I would I would have at least left one at home, and I would have gone with an extra midfielder. Whether that would have been Prowse or Lingard, I don't know. I mean, I think your point about Prowse would have been the one for me to kind of tip it over the edge um, because Lingard has had a decent season. Just don't think that is in the England setup now, is he? So, no, I, I am surprised with um, with Lingard not going. I am, I must say. But as you say, what what fucking ask you say that? It's just like midfield. It's just if you say that extra name in the midfield is what you'd want. But he's decided to go four right back, so we'll have to wait and see now, won't we? But I think he's proving a point at the same time. I think just to um, say just to show the lack of depth in the midfield, possibly, and then to try. He's probably going to say, "Well, I've took an extra." You know, that I've managed to get an extra option in defence to do with the formation, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about forwards then, because forwards aren't that sort of shocking to me, apart from Saka being in there. Um, and uh, maybe I reckon it is. What is it down to? It's got to be down to versatility, hasn't it? That he's going. Well, I need Arsenal fans to tell me because I'm not backtracking what I've said. No way. Yeah, because Watkins has, has played pretty well. I actually thought Watkins was going to cheekily sneak in there. And the only reason being is because, again, on, on England's like Instagram, like they've just been absolutely putting Watkins in a bit of a spotlight. If you look at some of the, the, the videos that they're doing stuff. So I was, I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe Watkins is going. But, you know, I think they, they all knew way before what the squad was going to be like. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I, I do. But maybe, do you think Saka's in for Greenwood? Yeah, I do. I think, yeah, that's obviously. Well, Greenwood obviously has this groin injury, doesn't he? Which is a shame, really, because you like Greenwood, don't you? And the qualities he brings. Yeah. I do, I do. But it's a good. But see, the, the, the Watkins alone to Saka doesn't. I'm not got nothing. Like what's the word? I'm not. I can accept it as in mm. Watkins not going for Greenwood because Greenwood mm. can play on the right. 
when when people say Watkins can play on the wings, I'm like, why not be Watkins striker? You leave end off. No way can he, you know. But Greenwood is more versatile, you know, versatile than Watkins in my opinion. So when when Greenwood was out, I thought Sancho was guaranteed to go in there, and then that's when I thought Watkins was going to sneak in. Mm. But if you're saying you're swapping Greenwood for Saka, then that just blows. I just don't see why. As I said, as I said in your podcast, the versatility thing, fine. If, if that's what the manager wants, fine. But then, how is, as I said before, I'll say again, how is he any better than any of the players in their prime positions? He's not. He's not. I don't think so. I, I agree. I just, I definitely think it's just versatility. Like he's looked at the squad and he's gone, I need versatility in this because we're struggling for depth in some positions. Struggling for depth in the centre. Well, find a player then that can play in the midfield then that's versatile. Oh, yeah. I mean, could you argue in this sense that maybe you should have looked at uh, lower leagues? I know I know, it never happens, really. I think the first player was Calvin Phillips, wasn't he? Because we're Leeds still in the championship when he got picked. I think, I think, they, so, yeah. I think they, it was just, it was coming to the end of the season, weren't it, or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, would you, would you, I mean, I don't know any English players in the lower leagues. I'll, I'll hold my hand up there. I haven't, I haven't, you know, kept an eye on that. So, I don't know who would come into this, but... Would would that be a sort of case in that in that sort of similar thing? Would you, if you were England manager, would you go, ah, uh, you know what? Let's have a little look at some lower lower league players. I don't know. Possibly, possibly bringing them though. Like again, is is if Saka, if Saka played for someone else outside of you know the big and Arsenal had a dreadful season with the big six, would he have gone? Yeah, big Saka six. Saka played for Newcastle, or someone played played for Burnley. Would he have gone? No, he wouldn't. It's, it's just an absolute nonsense. There's still a very... Men, there's, I still think there's, there's something not right with this England, as I said, this England set-up of, of... I mean, you look at the Spain team, you look at the Spain picks, no Madrid... Is there one Madrid, no Madrid players for the first time? I think so. Because of injuries to certain players, just totally no form. Doesn't that show you something? Yeah. They're not scared to do it, but there's no app, there's not hardly any like favoritism. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I know mm. it's a different going on to a different point, but if Saka played for someone that was a bog standard Premier League, to me wouldn't be no, I don't care what anyone says. I'd much rather add an extra I'd much rather I know he hasn't played well this season, I'll use an example. I'd much rather you stick Delhi Ali in the midfield than have Saka. I really That's- would. Why though? Sorry. Why though? What is? Because he's, he's played. He's, he's, at least he's proved himself at international level. He can actually play. He's, he's a midfielder. We're sure on midfielders. You still, you can still, you can inspire Deli Ali. He's a good player. You can't take nothing away from him. Mm-hmm. He's still really young. He's uh, he's been struggled under Mourinho. Yeah. Like, you don't turn like a bad player overnight. And correct me if I'm wrong. He scored the second goal against Sweden in the World Cup. Yeah. No. And he had a good tournament that tournament. He yeah, struggled right. in the semi-final. Okay, so did a few players. Like they all gave too much in the first half, but at least, at least Deli Ali, you know where he's going to play. He can play ahead of the centre mid corner or in the centre mid. Yeah, no, you're right. Where it's a good shout. I'm just using an example that I'm much rather, you know. But even then, the two players that have been left out, it's, it's not, it's not good with um, Ward Prowse and Lingard. I just, 
the four right backs, I'm not happy. I can accept it. But with Saka, no, I think that's that's not that's dreadful. It's absolutely dreadful. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what you what you looking at this squad then? What do you think of the the chances for England? It all depends on the draw with England, is doesn't it? We we have potentially got the group of death, haven't we? Is it Group F with Portugal, Germany, Hungary? Mm. Who's the other team? Portugal. It's France, isn't it? France, good shout, yeah. Good shout. It's like it's like um, it's the maddest group ever, isn't it? Uh, I think I'm sure if England win the group, well, we yeah, it's France. Third. I'm sure. I'm not overly confident on this side. After the squad announcement has deflated me. The squad announcement has deflated me because you can have the best attacking three in, in, the, in the tournament, which you could argue, you know, England, England have got one of the strongest forward lines in the tournament, but there's just so many question marks behind it and what formation you're going to play. Yeah. My, my worry with England is I feel like they could be... If if the back was to the no, not back back to the ball, I think we'd be good on the break. I think we would be a really good side on the break. Um, I'm, I worry when people part the bus. That's when you usually see those England performances, which just aren't aren't great. Like the movement of the ball is just not as quick, is it? And the struggle to kind of get it side to side. But I do think obviously we've got talent in there this year that could suggest that we could try to break those lines a little bit. But yeah, I, I just worry with this team that if we had to sort of break down the wall I don't know whether they'd do it I, mean, I just worry about the domination midfield from it like, you know when you've got your Pogba's yeah your Kantai's and stuff yeah your Kantai's and Pogba's I mean Germany have had a bad tournament they always come back strong don't they you can never rule them out you, no. Portugal again everyone thinks you should beat them but they're the defending champions yeah. I still just don't think I think quarterfinals are best for me okay. I hope I'm wrong so do you think what, where do you think our placement will be in the group so I'm just going to go through England's group you know we've got Croatia first then we've got Scotland yeah. and, and the Czech Republic right. Yeah, Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic, sorry. Yeah, do you think that, what? where do you think we're going to come in that? I think we'll top the group. You do? Well, that's good. I think Croatia just, I'm just going to say, Croatia just drawn in a friendly against Armenia or Albania. Oh. I can't remember which one it is. And they have struggled, Croatia, have, um, haven't been brilliant since the World Cup's uh, final. They haven't. No. No. So, yeah, I do think we've got a bit of a chance. And, I mean, it obviously would be better for us to finish top, wouldn't it? So, what is it? Is it, you know, the group of death? Is it every group? Is it finishing third? Is it the best three? Is it the best two, third place? So, I've got I've got it here. Uh, I think I think this is the correct one. This is from, uh, what source is this? This is from Euro, yeah, Euro 2020. So, it says the winner of Group F, which is... Obviously, the, the one with Germany, France, Portugal, would advance to play the third place team of Group A, B, or C. Depending on the points that, yeah, the best third place. Out of the, okay. Yeah. The runner up of Group F will advance to play the winner of Group D. So Which that's, is, is that England's group? 
can't remember what England group is for the Euros. Sure, England in group D. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it hasn't come up, but yeah. So they're 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 playing the winner of Group D, and then third place team of Group F could advance. Uh, if one of the four best third place teams to play winner of Group B or Group C. So <laughs> England really need to... We, need, we, do, we need to establish what group we're in. <laughs> yeah, we do need to establish what group we're in. I'm trying to find that, John. Spare me some some moments here. You know, okay. the, the, the technical difficulty is coming up. But, I've, you know, I'm, I'm that quick. I've jumped on it already. And I can see it in front of my eyes, and it is Group D. <laughs> see, mate, bang on there, mate. There you go. You know, our football knowledge isn't crap. Right. So, yeah, you've got Group D. Then you've got, okay, so I'm trying to just look at a few of the sort of groups and thinking which ones also are, are quite interesting. Um, but, you know, we yeah, let's not talk about anyone else. We've, we're, you know, I think that we will do pretty well. I think England would do okay. I, I'm quite... I wouldn't mind another semi-finals. Well, okay, so let's put the message, let's put this out there. If what would be good enough to keep Gareth Southgate in his job? That's a good question. So I think we haven't, sorry, you moved on. We haven't established those England, England win the group where you've got runners up in the group of death. Yeah. That is that is horrendous. Yeah. That and is that's horrendous. the quarterfinal. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. No, never do I. I think that that's where we might fall down. I just like to say that for me, that's why we won't get past the quarterfinals. You know. Yeah. We so just it... Portugal. Sorry, your fancies, your Portugals and your Germanys don't play well until the, until the until the end of the. I know Germany crashed out the World Cup, but not Portugal. They didn't play well at all in Euro twenty sixteen until the last two games when they yeah, beat no. Wales. Beat, yeah, I think they beat France in the final, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they come? Th- they come third, didn't they, in their group? Yeah, I think Ronaldo yeah. last minute got one that saved them. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I, I think back to your question. I think quarterfinals we will crash out. Will that be good enough? No. No, because it's the same old story with England. But that's the thing. Could that just put it down to, oh, well, it was a tough group. It was a, it was a tough draw. But the Euros is always going to be a tough draw in the, court, in the quarterfinals. Look who we've played in the quarterfinals. So where would he need to, where would England need to place in order for him to keep his job? Do you think semi-final is still good enough? Yeah, semi-final. Yeah. Okay, that was, that was quite an easy answer from you then. I thought you was going to go, no, I hate Southgate. Get him out of <laughs> the door, you know. I don't hate Southgate. I, I don't like the the fact that he's starting to mould into the typical England manager. When he came in, he was so refreshing with his ideas. He bombed at like Rooney off. Said, "Right, thank you. Yeah. You've, been a, you've been a you've been a joy to watch. You're not part of my plans. You know, yeah. bringing in this young, you know, this young group of players. But certain decisions have just I've questioned it the last few the last few England camps. But we'll wait and see." Yeah. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think. I think we've kind of covered everything there, haven't we? Um, anything else? Any final words? None. None at all. Be interested to see the team that he plays tomorrow and uh, Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for watching, guys, and thanks for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, um, all the links are in the description below. You can watch us on other streaming platforms as well. We're available on Apple and Google Podcasts. Um, thanks for those that have been watching so far. If you can, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It means a lot to us. And follow our social links below. And uh, yeah, we will see you in another video coming very, very soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please subscribe to the channel. You can head over to our socials, Top Sports Podcast on Instagram, Top Sport Podcast on Twitter. Thank you.